Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom, and I've got uh, the Oakland nominated podcaster of the year, Mr. William Mercier Jr. I haven't done that in forever. Um, I'm not gonna say lives are gonna be in your uh, in your hands, but Will, how are you this evening? Tom, I shouldn't fall asleep this week. I'm hopped up on Dayquil. Sweet. And the fact, um, maybe, maybe maybe not hopped up, but I'm on the Dayquil. And we, I mean, we are starting an hour earlier than we did last time, and I have a feeling I I don't want to jinx or anything, but I don't think we're gonna go two hours this time. I mean, we could re-review Fighting February. <laughs> we we could no, I I if would you, never. If you guys keep watching to the end of this episode, we're going to do a live watch along of that 180 minute match or whatever the 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 eight man tag that went on a stupid amount of time. <laughs> it was only 80 minutes, Will, and I still want to do that. Um, that's that's no that no that tells me Tom a lot of filler, a lot of filler. <laughs> yeah, that tells me a lot of people going up and down the ramp. Going to the back, coming back. I mean, you had eight athletes on there, so I don't know. It's it's going to happen. Gosh, I forgot about that. The the Battle of the Carolinas. But uh, we'll uh, to wrap up. Speaking of uh, last week's episode of Amazingness, do you have any you know final thoughts or anything you may have forgotten about last week or anything? No, I'm pretty sure I got all my my main thoughts out before I fell asleep. Yeah. I mean, you only slept like 30 I think seconds. It's still 30 seconds too many. But it is kind of funny because to break fourth wall down, I I, uh, I told Tom, you know, hey, I'm trying, I want to be a better co-host because Tom does all the work. Tom does the recording, the editing. He gets it posted everywhere. He does all the networking for it. And he's the only one who regularly takes notes. Well, I have and to. I'm like, the, the least I could do is not fall asleep on Tom, and I, I, I had to move from the I moved from the mobile office here in the bedroom to the mobile office in the living room, and sitting on the couch in the living room was a bad idea. Hmm. Oh, it's hot up here on the it's hot up here on the third floor. It was late. I, I'm not making excuses. Just apologizing publicly to Tom. Well, I almost I feel like in hindsight. Maybe I expected a little more overall from the show because I didn't leave the show feeling like we did with Glory by Honor. Where like when we're done Glory by Honor, I'm like, no, that was a really great show. I would go like back top, and watch Glory by Honor. Like talked like, about. You know I mean? like, yeah, because like when you remember like, we were done Glory by Honor, I'm like, no, I would watch that again. That was really good. Final battle, I think, had some match. Like obviously, the latter war kind of carried the show. Yeah. But am I going to be like, I really want to see Matt Hardy, Adam Cole again? No. Do I want to see Nana, Hardy Evans again? No. I, could, I would cut out that whole middle section with Nigel, Jerry Lynn, and Jay Lethal. Could have been done on TV. But I, I mean, I understand it's Jerry Lynn's last match in Ring of Honor. So, oh, wow. Not a, not, not a bad show, but definitely a show, I think, carried by the main event. I think uh, if Final Battle 2012 didn't have that main event, 
I don't know if it would be as highly regarded. So it's safe to say, Will, that Glory by Honor was your was your event of the year. I'd I'd have to say Glory by Honor, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd have to go. You no, know, that's not. I mean, the match of the year didn't come from Glory by Honor, but they had some, they had a contender though. Um, you know, once again, so um, that the main event there. Yep. What what are you leaning towards, Tom? I know I know you're a big fan of the Final Battle 2012. You know, I mean, top to bottom, like you said, it's. I think Lord by Honor. I mean, they had the filler, and I get it. You know, the the blow off of Nana, Nana and Artie Evans, which wasn't bad. No, and it's not bad. Like there wasn't nothing on the show was bad. But. Listen, for me, that middle, like the intermission part, which whenever they had the intermissions, it always kind of threw me on any of these shows. Yeah. They, and, it, just, it just felt, it, it was a big come down in the middle when you're supposed to be building up these main events. You know, like, all right, we're going to have the send off with Jerry Lynn. It's like, okay. But then you have the Jay Lethal stuff right after. It's like, this is too much yeah. downtime. And they could have pushed that to, to, like, before the main event started, have Jay Lethal come out and be like, I'm not leaving this ring until I get that title shot. I want survival of the fittest. Where's my title shot? Yeah. Then you can bring Nigel back out and be like, you got to go. He spits on him. It's like, no, you're out of the building. Yeah. And like, just so it's not all just like. Yeah. And like why you didn't have the street fight just before intermission. If you know, you're going to clean that stuff right. up, for, you know, but Obviously, you weren't expecting P.J. Whitmer to break his neck, but um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that was that was a fuck of a bump, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just tough because yeah, I mean, do you were you considering you know that main event ladder war? Are you calling that match of the year? I mean, it was phenomenal. I mean, there's been a lot of a lot of great matches for different reasons. I mean, you have some matches like that are just great wrestling matches. Yeah. Whereas the the latter war, I mean, it wasn't obviously the most like technical bout because it that's not the point. That's not the story they're telling. The story is that these two dudes are gonna Kill each wreck other. each other. I don't know. Like it was really good. I almost think I might like Steen Elgin more. Hmm. And maybe part of it is just the time because they gave that match a lot of time. And I feel like towards the end of twenty, the uh, final battle, the matches like tag match felt a little short. Yeah. The latter war, I mean, it could be just because of how I kind of had it just on when I was doing other stuff, but that kind of felt short too. Yeah. Well, um, he smoked this. You know, the thing that um, Steen Elgin, like that we talked about, was finally we've been bitching about how they've been booking Kevin Steen all year, and they finally let Kevin Steen have an actual match. You know, there was no stupid stipulations, there was no fuckery. Pile drivers back on. Yeah. Get to hit Elgin with that avalanche package pile driver to get the win. Yeah. 
I just felt like there was a bit more of a build in drama, whereas like, well, I mean, part of it's just the stipulation with Water War. It's like obviously some guys in it, then we're going to take a bump where it's like, all right, they're not getting up from that. Like that's it. Not not to take away from it, and I, I don't want to get heat because <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best match of the year. Like it was really good, and that story, despite El Generico not really being present. Yeah, for most of 2012, I mean, it was a great way to end the year. It was a great way to send off El Generico. Yeah. So, yeah, it it was epic. Um, you know, we've been building towards it uh, all year, but I think, uh, Will, my friend, that is a good segue um, to our question of dishonor, uh, which we just got in. Break, um, breaking news: This just came in, hot off the presses. Yeah, it came in at 8.52 Central Time, and we started recording at 9.03. So, um, actually, let me... Who's poised? Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, the question from our friend Brendan at Irish Misfit on Twitter is, who... Do we think is most poised to be the breakout star of 2013? So, and if Brendan would ask me this question 52 weeks ago, my answer would not have been Mike Mondo. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> um, well, who we got? I know who I got. I feel like, given how stuff was left off, I feel like they really poised Jay Lethal to have a big year. Yeah. Because they even they alluded to on TV where he's locked out of the... He's got the title shot from winning Survival of the Fittest. But he can't challenge for that title as long as Steen's the champion. And yet now you have the thing where, like, Weevil's one who took out Jim Cornette. And now he's arguing and spitting on Nigel McGuinness. So it's like, he's going to have the big story of the year. I think we're still going to keep seeing good stuff out of Adam Cole and Mike Bennett. And obviously, like, the Briscoes and, and all that. And Steen, because Steen is amazing. Yeah. It's, and you know Elgin's finally out of the House of Truth business. Like that story's done. I'm hope, I'm assuming it's done. Like I'm assuming we're not going to rehash this again in two weeks. So I mean, he could have. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens when he's kind of outside of the House of Truth and is just Michael Elgin. Yeah, having to talk his way through his own all his own business. But I'm gonna go Jay Lethal as much as it pains me to say. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of Jay Lethal this coming year. Um, oh no, <laughs> you're gonna see a lot of Jay Lethal. Um, oh and I, no, yeah, and I'm I'm kind of viewing this a little different. Like I'm talking, I was I was kind of thinking like the person that we're not talking about right now, um, at all. Like we weren't talking about Mike Mondo. Um, I think next year at this time we're gonna be talking about Matt Damon. I think Matt Taven's gonna 
really kind of break out here and go into his own here. And I have a feeling, unless like it's going to be Mike Haven or Silas Young. Oh, so you're, it's interesting you're picking two people that have been featured like a little bit, but right. we still aren't really seeing on like a regular basis. Right. Yeah. So really you can almost make the argument to Darius Thomas. I mean, we haven't seen him in a little bit. I hope so. But they made Tadarius Thomas look great when he did show up. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, I know he's in Ring of Honor until 2015. Um, yeah. Mark my, it down. My thing, with, my thing with Mondo is, is it felt like he was so hot for a while. But then the last couple of times they brought him out, like the crowd just really didn't seem into it. Yeah, like I knew we'll get into it in the episode. I mean, that match he had with Steen, I mean, he was fucking over. Um, you know, I mean, maybe they're just not feeling his promos as much as his ringing in ring action. Like a promo promo from him is, you know, it, it is what it is. But I mean, he does his talking in the ring. I think the problem is, is Mike Mott, even though he's not necessarily a comedy character, his kind of natural energy is kind of like more of a comedy. Yeah. Like, He's going to be over the top and goofy, and he's going to wrestle a match with Kevin Steen, where Kevin Steen's like grunting into the microphone and like. I have to admit that that puts a smile mean, on my face again. I'm looking forward to some great tag team action. 2013. You know, you know, Scum's going to want a rematch. We already know we're going to get CNC Wrestle Factory Briscoes. The Wolves are back together. We got Red Dragon. Yeah, because the tag team division. Um was a strength going into the year, but I mean, it's been kind of, but you, you wouldn't really feel it though. Cause we didn't really, like we saw the young bucks a handful of times, saw the bravados a handful of times, but it's like, it was so top heavy with just wrestling's greatest tag team and the Briscoes. Yeah. That for the first like quarter of the year, it's like, that's all it was. <laughs> oh, that was, that, that was literally, that was it. Ooh. Yeah, I wonder if there's. I mean, I mean, it'd be, if you're going with tag teams, it's going to be hard pressed not to say the young. I mean, I imagine the young bucks have to start making their, their presence known at this point. It's kind of tough. I mean, doing it completely blind after like reading the book and kind of knowing their history. I'm pretty sure this is about time they start breaking out. Um, you know, because obviously that young bucks Briscoe's rivalry was intense. Um, yeah, I mean. It'd be nice if they have any fresh tag team blood. You know, hopefully CNC sticks. more of the variety. Like, I mean, Caprice and Cedric were tagging for most of the year, but they weren't really featured that much on, like, the Ring of Honor TV program. Yeah. It's like, give us more, more of that. Give us a little more Bravado Brother. Give us, you know, now we got Red Dragon. You know, does Brett find an, another new partner? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's partners. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. All right, so Will is I'm I'm putting this in the notes. Is Jay Lethal your official pick? Jay Lethal is obviously not my favorite wrestler, but as far as who I think they have, who they think they're positioning to have like the big year, I would I would say it's Jay Lethal. Kind of in the same way 
that you knew it was going to be a big year for Steen when he came back end of 2011, won his contract back. Tom says Haven and Silas. Yeah, I I was kind of thinking more on like who we're not talking about at all right now. So, um, all right. Well, it's documented. Yeah, and and Brendan's got a good answer too. That motherfucker. Yeah, I mean. Uh, do you want to read it or yeah? So Brendan's pick is Adam Cole, who we we did mention briefly. Um, albeit more so, we're not. I wouldn't want to go back and necessarily watch the Hardy match again. But I mean, Adam Cole has been put in a great spot kind of all year, right? I mean, he, he was part of that team ambition, Wolves split up kind of deal. Wrestled Adam Pierce, who was the NWA champion at the time. And he's had that TV title for a while now, and they're they're put. You can tell they're putting a lot of stock in. Him, so yeah, maybe um, maybe we see maybe he drops that belt. Maybe he starts aiming a little higher next year. Yeah, I mean when I mean I th- I wonder if he's I mean because obviously heel Adam Cole cocky Adam Cole not the Mister Captain America rah rah Adam Cole. Um, so yeah, if he starts taking off as a heel. It's gonna be fun. So, well, sweet. Well, he's Brandon, got time to figure that out. He's like he's like twelve years old. He's got time to figure it out. I mean, I'm gonna put it out on the Twitter machine. I'll put it in the Discord. Um, I love this question uh, once again, Brendan. Thank you. Uh, last week's question was fucking perfect. Um, but yeah. Uh, high fivers. I'm talking to you, Mister Eric Freed's Talking to you, David Henry Bar the Third. Travis. Anybody else that's listening in? Uh, you know, send us your picks. Who do you think is going to be the breakout star of Ring of Honor for 2013? Um, I know you probably don't follow as much as Will and I do, but, uh, yeah, I'll put the call out. So, I mean, get some some audience participation going on. So, yeah, Brendan, good looking out. Uh, I know you had a busy week. Uh, so, we appreciate doing that for us, my friend. And happy fucking New Year, buddy. So, but, Will, we got a TV episode to talk about, kind of. I use that term, I mean, TV episode, loosely. You know, you know what the one, the most positive thing I had to say about this episode, Tom, is I know when we record next week, I'm not going to have to click through Honor Club all the way to the bottom of the list to watch the, the next episode. <laughs> See, mine's format had the exact opposite, so that was my gripe. So I pulled it up, and it's the last episode, so I had to scroll all the way fucking down to watch the first episode for 2013. So I don't I haven't really dabbled with it on the laptop, just on the mobile, because my phone's the only thing that can actually like stream the videos without having a coronary. I mean, the search function on the new article is much better. So as long as I know what TV episode I want, I can just type that in and it just like highlights it. Oh, but if I don't know the T if I don't know the TV episode, I gotta sit there. So like to pull up honor club on my phone right now it had me on that first episode with jay lethal on the thumbnail and if i want to watch the one we're talking about this week i'd have to sit there and click 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 right click 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 oh what the fuck 
I wonder. I think there's a workaround. Will this work? Okay, play episode. We are learning on the fucking spot. Is that coming through, by the way? What? Could you hear the music on that playing? Nope. Okay. Can you not go back? So I was thinking, like, if I go. So you can't loop, like, oh, all the, I can't the, loop the to the next year. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to select the next year. I can type in episode huh. lineup for uh, the lineup for brutal assault was pretty pretty fucking good for next year. Wait, and if any of our listeners are in Czech Republic, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So episode sixty eight comes up with week by week episode sixty eight. God damn you, Tony Khan. Motherfucker. Hashtag this this is our this is the point where we just take a moment. Fucking Tony Khan. Alright, now we're moving on. Yeah, hashtag not my ring of honor. Alright, so you just gotta type in 68. You can't type in episode 68 because it's abbreviated EP. Yes, so it's ROH TV EP. And at this point it'd be zero, then whatever the number is. Yeah, zero six eight. Okay. Oh, you're right there. I'm still gonna bitch anyway, so I get to search episode sixty-nine. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, there you are, Will. Okay. Well, let's um Will's got mixed emotions about this episode and you know we'll we'll circle back, but I thought it was okay. Um it we'll, was we'll... we we got a new match. It wasn't we did just, get a match. It wasn't just clip show. And um, uh we got the Briscoes and Papa Briscoe against House of Truth with yeah. Martini. Yeah. Oh, and I, I didn't mention so this is episode uh Ring of Honor episode TV uh sixty seven original air date September or excuse me, December twenty eighth, two thousand twelve. And Will they keep fucking up these dates. Because when we started this, the, the episode was supposed to drop on a Saturday that we dropped the episode, but this is actually 12, 10 years to the day as we are recording. So they keep going back yep. like, yeah, so they, I don't know if they kept switching the dates, but what I know that's a small thing, but it's kind of irritates me, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Ring of Honor episode, we, yeah, 67 will. We got 67 episodes of Ring of Honor TV, but uh, we got Kevin Kelly doing Kevin Kelly things, making a you know, he's making um, lemons out of lemonade. Or wait, no. You know what I mean. Lemonade out of lemons, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says hi to everyone. Happy holidays. I just announced that the, they are going to announce the match of the year this week. And we'll be get to watching that. But uh, our first match, like Will said, a special viewing. It was taped uh, for Ring of Honor front row members that you could be. Man, only if you could get some perks like that now on Honor Club, Will. Hmm. Weird. But uh yeah, this is taped in a 
yeah, this was taped at a host show um, in Baltimore. You know, so it looks like they don't show all the matches from the tapings, obviously. So, because we missed a couple of generical matches. So, hey, pays, pays to be a front row member. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like Will was talking about earlier, we got the House of Truth, but it is Roderick Strong and it is Michael Elgin with Truth Martini in a six man versus Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, the national treasure. And Papa Briscoe, who looked good, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, fun match with their cousin. Uh, I they said the said cousin's name, but I just said cousin Cletus. Um, I know that's not right, so I'm not trying to be, you know, prejudiced against rednecks or anything. So, but um, you know, Will, it was good to hear Kevin Kelly and Nigel back on the stick. You know, it, it is what it is. Those two have great chemistry. Um, and they and they put over this the story between House Truth. Basically, this all started over over some money. Will Will you bring it by chance? Remember how much money this was over? I'm I'm seeing see a prime number. It might be might be. Is it five? Is it five thousand dollars? It was five thousand. Now, not to be an asshole, Will, but I mean, five is a prime number, but 5,000 is not a prime number. Right. So, All right, Tom. Yeah, I mean, if everyone's that's a, prime, that's, a, that's a prime amount. That is a prime amount. I, it is. I, I wouldn't complain if somebody said, Will, you want $5,000? I'd be like, yeah. And if you're wondering what Will and I are talking about, digging the archives. Uh, this five thousand dollars was prevalent for the better part of about six weeks for the episode. So, um, that, that was then, kind of the go-to amount, right? I mean, it was yeah, it was, it was due to about five thousand dollars. If you were fined, it was five thousand dollars. Yeah, they got it. Um, which, which is steep, I guess. I mean, the super the young bucks went around super kicking people at the start of AEW television. Yeah, it was just a couple hundred bucks. There was not five thousand dollars like Jim Cornette's Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, and then uh, real quick, just on commentary, you know, uh, there's they're putting over Roddy Strong's, you know, chops. He's guy, and then uh, Kevin Kelly's like, Nigel, well, you've been chopped by Roddy. I mean, is there anyone chopping any harder? He's like, oh, Roddy chopped so hard. I can't do it, but it's just funny. He said, yeah, Roddy's on this side of the ocean. Um, but he said, oh, what do you say about Kenta Kobashi's chops? Something like he felt like his chest cave in or something like that. So he said something really funny, but I forgot to write it down. So. But so it's good to hear Kenta Kobashi. And yes, high fivers, we will be doing a watch along for that match. I just gotta send a message out to everyone involved. It's gonna happen. Yes, Will, you're gonna be part of that. But um, but yeah, in the match, you know what little they were in, both uh, Truth and Papa Brusco, Papa Brusco look good. Yeah. So. And then uh, that sidewalk slam by Papa Brusco. But at the end of the match, uh, we see Truth Martini. Way overdoing it with the powder. You know, Nigel's like, oh, it's some kind of acidy powder, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's pouring it on his hand for like a good 15 minutes. Uh, but Papa Briscoe sees him do that, and he kicks said powder into Truth's face, and he hits him with a, a quote-unquote stunner. And yeah. Papa, Bris- Papa Briscoe gets the pin on Truth Martini. So, um, and once again, like I said, I say it every week. This is my national, my, my shout-out, my... Weekly shout out, Mark Briscoe. You are a national treasure, and he was great. This is definitely a house show match, if that makes sense. 
yeah. just just having a lot of fucking fun. So, um, yeah. Will do you have any additional thoughts on this before we move on? No, I mean, I obviously didn't. As listeners know, I didn't listen to the. I forgot about the TV episode last week, but and part of our gripe about not being able to fast forward was these kind of more like clip show episodes where it's like it's all stuff we've seen before. There's really, but you know, if they're going to give us something like this every now and then, where it's like, oh, here's a match that we taped that wasn't released before, it's like, okay, yeah, give give me something new, yeah, and it, like you said, it was fun, yeah. It's yeah. a, it's you know it was six very entertaining people, yeah. all very good at what they do. So, um, and next you know Kevin Kelly's just talking. So basically Kevin Kelly's kind of hosting this episode. Uh, but if you want to see you watch out tag team champions, just or the replay of final battle. Um, and then we go over real quick the injuries to Tomas Ciampa and Mondo, uh, Mike Mondo, you know, um, but they're both going to be out for a year, but. Mike Mondo's promo said he's going to be back in a couple weeks, so we'll see. But, you know, well, I mean, if I'm being 100% honest here, I would love to see Ciampa versus Mondo. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, hopefully we do. So I'm just throwing that out into the universe. Um, And what else we got here? Um, we got uh, it was it was survival of the fittest next, right? They gave us the, the recap of survival of the fittest. Uh, no, it was actually the the Mondo Steen. Um, that's right, the Mondo Steen recap. So I really I like just... that match. We alluded to it earlier. We did the great, I... the great bits with. Cornette throwing everybody in the locker room at him. Mike Mondo was on no fear and whatnot. Holy shit. Dragon Lee is signed with the WWE. Well, then. Oh, wait, what? Tom, are you being clickbaited? Well, it's from Sonra Sap, but Dragon Lee just won the tag team belts from AAA from FDR. I'm confused. Hey, Trip Trips is in charge. Maybe uh, they'll be a little more loosey-goosey on that. Anderson and Gallows are showing up in New Japan. Yeah, I mean, um, but real quick, uh, what I was actually doing, I just want to shout out um, my good friend in the Universal Wrestling Podcast group, uh, my good friend, Mr. Will Gray, and his podcast, Botch Spots and Chair Shots, where I did have Mike Mondo on a couple months ago. And, uh, you know, it just turns out that Mike or Jim Cornette was obviously very high on Mike Mondo from their time in WWF. Um, so yeah, Cornette was obviously the driving factor and bringing him in and pushing him, pushing him to the moon. So I just wanted to bring it out and just shout out Will real quick. Um, so that's what I was doing before I got sidetracked by all this other bullshit. So Dragon Lee, WWF, huh? That's interesting. And if that's clickbait, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, the Mondo, you know, 
Uh, Mike Mondo versus Kevin, and this is on TV. You know, so it's it's matches like this where I mean I do appreciate Ring of Honor putting them on TV. Um, you know, and I you know once again now that you mentioned it, Will, you know, with Steve Carino on commentary, I do love Steve Carino, but sometimes it does detract from the match. Um, I don't think we caught too much of that this time, but um, we shall see. But I had to crack up when uh, Mondo threw Steen headfirst into the barricades. I'm going to slam his head to the barricades. He's like, Nigel, you hate head trauma. All this talk about head trauma, no true shots. And what's all this blah, 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 blah. So, um, super funny. Mike Mondo was fucking over in this match, for sure. Um, and Carino wearing that yellow jacket. So, yeah, this is from back in July 21st, I think it said, ITV. Um, yeah, good back and forth. Mondo definitely gave him, uh, gave him a run for his money. You know, and like we talked about earlier, Will, I mean, and we talked about this when it happened was, I mean, the genius of Kevin Steen to, to hold that mic was getting punched and taking all the moves and everything was just fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, in the end, you know, Mike Mondo, he goes to the no fear DDT, but Steen grabs his leg. Uh, he hits the F-sync, but, you know, and we're going to reiterate, we said it back in July, that was a fuck of a sell from Mondo. Absolutely. So, um. Great match. You know, a lot of fun. I mean, they just showed highlights for the most part, but I mean, this is on fucking, um, you know, this is on rigor TV. So, yeah. But, Will, the million dollar question, well, actually, the second million dollar question of the week is if I wanted to order a DVD from Glory by Honor, Will, where would I order from? You used to be able to go to ROHWrestling.com. Oh, no, you can't go there anymore because you can't buy DVDs. Anyways, um, and you yeah. are you are right. I just uh, I saw there was an ESPN article about it, so I, I gave it a quick skim. Dragon Lee apparently is supposed to start with the E uh, next month for the NXT brand. Wow, that is really curious. As as we pointed out, that uh, just won the AAA belts. So, yeah. That's a good, I mean, Dragon Lee's a good fit. Um, think they'll keep him masked? Yes. Okay. I, I, I mean, I hope so. I don't feel like there's a history of fans being happy that the wrestlers come in and, like, take off the mask. I mean, we did see it almost 10 years ago to the date. Hypothetically. Potentially, but you look similar. And um, and I don't remember. I don't know much about Santos Escobar slash uh, King Cuerno from Lucha Underground. Besides Lucha Underground, so I don't know if he was unmasked before he got to NXT or not. So, um, we shall see. So uh, watch, right? I mean, Lee's- you you got to assume they're going to try to capitalize on like the look and the gimmick he already has. Yeah, I mean if they're smart. I mean, no, no disrespect to King Cuerno, but you're not going to look at him and be like, oh, that was King Cuerno. No. I mean, I did, but that's just me. Yeah, um, Mark, you watch Lucha Underground. I love Lucha Underground, so brought him back into wrestling. Dragon, man, I hope they don't fuck it up, man. I hope he goes to the moon. He, uh, 
he wants to apparently follow in the footsteps of his heroes, Rey Mysterio, Shawn Michaels, and Batista. Yeah. Did you say Dave Batista? Batista was listed as one of his uh, influences. Influences, yeah. Oh, is that what it said in the article? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were being funny. Oh no, shit. Huh? Well, no. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. I, I just hope you know. What it, it'll be curious to see uh, how they what they do. Yeah, I mean the, the kid's a fucking superstar, so. Um, but we'll like we'll talk about a little earlier. We kind of jumped again a little bit, but we do uh, we do see Jay Lethal's meltdown um, for the sixth time in as many weeks. So if you don't know what we're talking about, just listen to any of our last five or six episodes. Um, but we still haven't seen that goddamn match. I still want to see that Lethal Steam match. So hopefully they put that out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, then they flash back towards the end of the Richards Lethal in the final Survivors Fittest match, and that was a lot of fun. You know, yeah. that was that was a good spot. You know, and, and Lethal won, survival finish, but and then he has a title shot against Kevin Steen two weeks later, but that was not his title shot from Survival of Fittest. A little, right. a little wonky here. And now he's locked out because he can't be in the ring with Kevin Steen. So I think that's the important thing too. It's not even that he can't wrestle for the title. He can't be in the ring with Steen at all. Oh wow. Because that's the word and they use is he can't be in the ring with Kevin Steen. Is there is there any reason why you could think they did this? I don't I don't get it. They're just using it to build up Jay Lethal. Because it's probably gonna wind up being a thing where Steen kind of gets robbed of the title to get him to drop it. And then we both kind of cat. It's not like a money to bank thing, but he's gonna cash in. Yeah. After, I could see it being Jay Lethal who sabotages Steen out of the title. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, it's given Jay Lethal more of like a character, I guess, to work with. It has a little personal motivation besides just being babyface. Yeah, I, I I don't know what they're doing here, and I'm trying not to. I I have an idea of what happens in the future, but okay. Well, I mean, it is what it is, you know. I, you know. But will speaking, we get? How, um, speaking of what it is, I was going to say, what is their match of the year, Tom? Well, the match of the year comes from day two of Showdown in the Sun, um, which I believe was the main event. But it aired or uh, took place March thirtieth, two thousand twelve. Um, and I have in my notes here Elgina. I added an A by accident. Uh, but it was a barn burner of Michael Elgin versus Davy Richards. Um, and this is the first instance we saw it later in the year with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. But we saw a star born right in front of our eyes. Um, you know we reviewed this pre previously. You know, and we, we've given our thoughts about it before, but I mean, let's face facts. Well, these two style, these two styles are, are made for each other, and it, it two, really fucking showed. Two smash mouth wrestlers with all the personality of two paper plates clapping together. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and like that's the thing to kind of go back to, like how we opened the episode. 
ladder war wasn't like a technical showing. It wasn't like your typical like when you think like a Ring of Honor match. You don't really necessarily think like a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. But matches like Richards, Elgin, Elgin and Steen, like those it's like you don't even need like a story around it. It's just we're gonna put these two guys on opposite sides of a square and just let them do what they do. And they did. And it was um, really good. And it was a great one of the great early showings of Michael Elgin in 2012. You know, and I'll be honest, I mean, the first time we watched it, I mean, you do get a little bit fatigued because you know, we've we've gone through three hours, we already gone through a TV episode and everything. So watching this fresh as part of this. This aged very well. This match, actually, I liked a little bit better the second time watching. This, um, I know he won Survival of the Fittest the year before, but it really kind of felt like Michael Elgin coming out party. Yeah. Um, but this is the this guy's not going to be a lackey by the end of the year. Like, this guy's going to be... Yeah, and, and this is one of those few... I don't want to say a few instances. Uh, this is definitely an instance in the Ring of Honor where everything came together. Um, because the simple fact is Kevin Kelly and fucking Michael Cole, Michael Cole, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis on the call were amazing. Um, Nigel was going horse. Kevin Kelly's like, this is the great, I don't care. I don't, you know, at this point, I don't give a shit who wins. Um, this is the greatest match I ever called. Um, yeah, great match. Um, you know, and if you know, if you want to be smart, you like I talked about. Um, a while back, because I know they've had another match, but you know they they had a very similar match at AEW. Um, when you see Classic in 2012, but might be a little bit better than both of these that they did this year. So, just throwing it out there for you. So, um, yeah, do those kicks. Every time I see Davy Richards kick somebody, I'm like, I'd be sleeping for a month. I'd be done. No, they're not as bad as the Book of Truth. But I think that's it. We did it, Tom. We made it through 2012. We did. We did. Um, Yeah, just uh, real quick to end the match. um, Davey Richards hits Elgin uh, with a really nasty Shining Wizard, but Elgin kicks out at one, and the fucking building exploded. Uh, but Richards keeps kicking him in the head, and then finally, after like the 14th one, finally knocks Elgin out, and Dave Richard wins. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's that's 2012. Will we have watched every televised match of Ring of Honor in 2012? That's yeah, awesome. Well, we covered it every single match, um, even the rewinds. Um, and ironically enough, like I said, I was I was kind of funny. Um, you know, when Kel- or, uh, Kevin Kelly just kind of mentioned, what's the match of the year 2013 going to be? Ask Kevin Tom, Kelly. I'm, Tom, I'm sorry. Tom, I'm sorry. Can we, can we pause the recording real quick? I got I to gotta be right back. Hey, High Fivers. Your boy, High Five Time, and I'm back. And like I said, just uh, finishing up the episode here. Uh, unfortunately, we'll head to, um, to do part quickly. Uh, so I just want to wrap this up real quick. 
Um, you know, this is the last episode of 20, uh, 2022, reflecting on 2012. You know, next week we will kind of dig into, like, our thoughts and more on our thoughts and uh, everything on uh, 2012. But I just want to take this time to obviously thank Will, you know, for, for walking me through this all, all year. This has been a lot of fun. You know, a lot of fun memories. Um, a lot of good, you know, some bad, some complete dog shit. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. Obviously, a lot of, uh, I want to shout out Brundon. Uh, you know, it's been a nice having him as a quote-unquote third, you know, member on the podcast, you know, with, with the questions of dishonor and everything going on. And then additionally, obviously, I want to thank Chad and Diesel. You know, I probably don't thank them enough. You know, they do put us on, you know, and everyone at Visionaries Global Media. You know, I want to shout out my uh, the boys at Band from Ringside, especially my boy JCB. Um, obviously, Brett and Beaumont over at the Brain Buster Boys. I do want to thank, you know, Grant and Matt over at the Good Cop, Bad Cop. It's been too long, by the way, hint, hint. Uh, I think it's time for a Ring of Honor revelry, good cop, bad cop. You know, and obviously you want to shout, uh, you know, everyone over the Shining Wizards and the Shining Wizards Discord. You know, thanks for everything, guys. Um, we appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, this is just the beginning. We are going to make some, I don't want to say changes, but more additions uh, to Ring of Honor revelry. <laughs> maybe, maybe get a little bit more organized on my part. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I, I do appreciate everyone. And, uh, you know, that's all I really got. So I'm just going to throw on a little clip here. You know, we had talked about in the episode of uh, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness really going all out on that, that Michael Logan uh, Davy Richards match. And I just want to kind of finish up 2012 uh, with one of our favorite parts of Ring of Honor 2012, which was uh, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness. I mean, they really turned dog shit into... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they, they did a great job with what they were handed. So, you know, there's some really crappy parts, but their enthusiasm and everything was awesome. So, thank you so much, High Fivers, and we'll see everybody next year. Spins around! Two! Oh! I can't believe it! How much more are we going to see here? He's out! He's out! Oh!
Elgin trying to get back to a knee. Shot is he going to tap? Is he going to tap? He might tap, no through. No. Just enough of escape. Managed to stop himself there, oh. no. The ankle's given way. Oh. And there, the blinding. The shining wizard. The shining wizard. Oh.